0: where do bad things come from? Jesus taught us that there is destroyer on this earth, but Jesus came that we might have life and that more abundantly. Can we learn more about this controversy by studying Job? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, in our in-depth discussion as we seek our answers from scripture. Eddie, we've been talking about the resurrection as part of the story of Job. I tell you, these are powerful messages. Whenever we talk about the resurrection and that God's plan of salvation and his promise to resurrect his children and change us from being sinful beings and corruptible mortal beings, which we are today, which means we're subject to death, he changes us to become beings he can live with forever, (laughs) incorruptible, and immortal and we'll see all of our christian relatives that we look forward to friends that we might have lost or were close to we'll see all those on the resurrection day and we see this job understands that paul understood it what shocked me was that Mar- martha understood that yes um, martha martha if you remember was a little maybe a little upset with jesus yeah, yeah
1: because uh she was saying that hey if you had been here, my my brother uh, Lazarus would not have died, and that's a, a mistake, right. But Jesus had something else in mind.
0: Well, in fact, uh, Jesus got the message that Lazarus was sick, and he told the disciples, "Ah, he's going to sleep." Yeah. They didn't fully understand what that meant, but it turned out that he meant that there he was going to go into the sleep of death, and thus he was going to be unaware of anything about what was going on but he was going to be there and martha yeah does go up to him this is john 11 and does tell him that if he had just been there he would have been okay this in verse 23 says your brother will rise again true statement right. and martha says i know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day Martha understands what Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians 15 and in 1 Thessalonians 4. All All those things. So he understands that. But then Jesus says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me, though he dies, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That was the question you asked at the end of last episode. Do we believe that? Yeah, Romans
1: 10, 9 tells us that uh, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, now see, that's part one. Part two is, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. She certainly believed that, and to her it was accounted to her for righteousness and salvation.
0: Right, and she knew that without a doubt that uh, that Lazarus believed that. He was a close friend of Jesus. She knew that he would be saved. What she didn't know was Jesus could walk over and say, Lazarus, come out. And he actually demonstrated the resurrection force at that point. He proved that he could raise people from the dead yet again. Jesus had this way of interrupting funerals, showing us his power to resurrect people. A
1: little known fact that a lot of people don't realize, but at the crucifixion of jesus there were uh, people that were, were resurrected and went throughout the city uh, proclaiming the gospel
0: <laughs> i am uh, amazed that martha obviously heard this at the feet of jesus that paul understood this uh through the inspiration of the holy spirit and job knew this from way back when so it's been a the consistent theme that there is a resurrection coming and it is for God's people. And our hope is in knowing that. If you know Jesus, you have hope in the resurrection. And I hope that when you're sitting there, your heart is saying, yes, I know Jesus, and I have this hope.
1: Uh, As we are kind of winding down, uh, Joe, who we've been talking about, we didn't go verse by verse, but I think everybody's kind of gotten the picture now. Uh, Eventually, Job's gonna be restored. Job doesn't know that, but God chastens Job a little bit in the 38th chapter of Job verses one through three. It says, then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you and you will answer. So we see... uh, God questioning Job for two chapters, chapter 38 and 39, and Job's response was only 52 words, three verses in chapter 40.
0: Why would he ask these questions? He already knows the answer. The trouble is Job needs a refresher, and the refresher is not that knowing these answers, it's reminding himself who God is because this is one of the basic things we must understand who God is and who we are. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of what God questions him about in verse 30, uh, chapters 38 and 39 is about creation and about the foundations of the earth. Uh, he also asks him things that are really interesting that he says, uh, can you bind the Pleiades together? It's a star cluster that is held together you know, far away from us. Uh, Can you bind that together? Uh, Do you know the ordinance ordinance of heaven? This is even more uh, extreme, right? Do you know what goes on in heaven? No. Uh, He goes through all these things, and all he can say is, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. And all the way down. And in the end, he abhorred myself in, in Job 42, 6, and repent in the dust and the ashes. He repents because he's in front of a holy God and he knows that he is a man. Yeah.
1: And then, then it ends in verse seven where it says, and so it was after the Lord had spoken these words to Job that the Lord said to Eliphaz the uh, timonite my wrath is aroused against you and your friends for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. And you know that we've come to the other stake in the ground uh, in Job. The first stake was that Job was did not sin by accusing God of wrong. And the, this other stake is all of these words and discussion that was by his friends were not right about, about God, but Job's was. And the, the thing that was right was that Job didn't accuse God of wrong, but his friends accused Job of wrong. And as a result of that, they uh, erroneously tried to say, God is punishing you. While in all reality, God does not wish to punish anyone.
0: They listened to God. i guessing if you were listening to God speak to you of a whirlwind, you might have listened too. But they went and they did as God had asked them to do. And then watched as the Lord restored Job's losses, it says in verse 9 uh, and 10. And then all his brothers and sisters. Yeah. I read these words about the Lord talking about what he what he loves to do, what he glories in, uh, exercising loving kindness. And if you look back, and oftentimes we have to look back because we have trouble seeing what's behind the curtain. We can see all the loving things God has done to pull us in toward him and to really bless us with that. Sometimes some of us have resisted a long time and it's taken a lot of bricks in the road to get us there. But we can see that his loving kindness exists forever. Uh, The word judgment here, I think, can be misconstrued some people might say oh this is god he loves to take a magnifying glass and pick me apart and that's not what this judgment means in the old testament we see judgment often being used saying i will do the right thing for this person as you remember it says to judge the fatherless judge the widow the judge were the people at the city gates who when a a person had need would come to them and say, hey, listen, I have need, and they would make sure their needs were taken care of. And that's what I see this judgment, it's saying my judgment is I see your need, I'm taking care of it. And of course, the biggest need of all we all had, we all had need of a savior because we cannot save ourselves. And so Jesus came and sacrificed himself on the cross for all of our sins. The sacrifice was to cover all of our sins. All we have to do is accept that sacrifice. So. In, every aspect of the word judgment he's all about doing the things we need in our wretchedness if you will and then righteousness and righteousness is of course what would make the earth such a better place if we could have it all now <laughs> but doing the right things and those are the things god delights in as you're saying it doesn't delight in any misery any pain any suffering
1: right on Well, i've enjoyed studying. Joe, with you and I hope our listeners have and I don't know what our topic will be for next time but I'm sure
0: and if you have an idea uh, write us at uh, AFSEpisodes at gmail.com thank you very much thank you for joining us for more information go to com. that's com. In addition, we offer a personal Bible study at our Discover Bible School page at bibleschools.com 1514. That's bibleschools.com 1514. In addition, we support a Daniel and Revelation seminar on YouTube. Subscribe at the link in this episode description. Contact us directly at afsepisodes at gmail.com. That's afsepisodes at gmail.com. And always, thank you for joining us as we seek our answers from Scripture.